What's up, everybody? My name is Lamar Kendrick. Welcome to Street Preacher, Christian Self-Help Podcast. Check me out on LamarKendrick.com. Enjoy the ride. Hello, my name is Lamar Kendricks, and this is my first podcast. I must admit, I am a little nervous, but at the same time, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new journey. I'm excited for the new awareness, and I'm excited for the new love of life. I'm ready to attack this and see what comes from this. I believe that this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now in my life, and this is what I need to do in my life right now. You would have asked me even a year ago, I could never have saw myself doing this. This was just not something that was a reality to me. But during this period of this year, I have realized that if I want to get material out and share my thoughts and share about what's most important to me, which is my relationship with God and God's relationship with me, then this is a vehicle that I must have to do that. Whether I'm uncomfortable with it or not, it doesn't matter. God will take care of my discomfort and make me comfortable. Whether I'm nervous or not, God will take care of my nervousness and give me boldness. Whether I don't know exactly what it is or not, God will teach me what it is and how to deal with it. So because of that, I'm going to venture into this field. And see, like I said, what comes from it. Now, in this podcast, I will be sharing my thoughts. But more than anything, I will be sharing my relationship with God. And I will be talking about God a great deal. Because I do believe that God is a part of our lives in so many ways. In every way, actually. And I think a lot of times we just don't see it. We call it something else when we should be calling it God. Or we blaming God when it's not God that is doing something to us. So... I want to bring awareness to everybody about who God is and what he does. And when I say awareness to everybody, I'm talking to myself too, because I believe that if you're teaching, you should be learning too. And if you're teaching and you don't think you have to learn, then you're really not teaching. So the lesson is for me first and then for everybody else to hear it after that. So I hope that you guys really enjoy this. I hope that you get something from this. I hope that it touched your heart and it allows you to look at your relationship with God. And if you need to enhance that relationship, that you start that process. If you need to start that relationship, then you start that process. And if you have a really good relationship with God, you continue that process. But before we get started on our first subject, I want to talk a little bit about myself. Like I said, my name is Lamar Kendricks. I am 53 years old. I have been into the Word for 32 years. I've been working on establishing a relationship with God for, let's say, 40 years. And I've learned a lot about myself. And I've come a long way. My journey has been long. And at times, my journey has been hard. But in my journey, whether I knew it or not, God was always with me. And God always showed me the way. I grew up with an eye condition called optic atrophy. I've been legally blind all my life. Not totally blind, but legally blind. Legally blind is confusing because people are like, what does that mean to be legally blind? Well, what that means is that I can't do a lot of things that a lot of people who can see can do. For instance, driving or seeing 
at a long distance or being able to read things comfortably. But I'm not totally blind. Totally blind is where you have no sight at all. The doctor said that I would not ever be totally blind, but I will always be legally blind. It was hard growing up because people couldn't understand me. People could understand somebody who could see. And people could understand somebody who can't see. But it's hard to understand somebody who can but can't see. Glasses didn't help me because I'm legally blind, so glasses don't do anything for me. So I couldn't have glasses to correct my vision like a lot of people do. I was just kind of like stuck. And explaining my condition, oh my goodness, was that difficult. Because people didn't understand. Even now, at the age I am right now, when I tell people about my situation, they still don't understand. So that gets frustrating. So growing up was very frustrating for me. School was not something that I enjoyed. Not because I didn't like school, but because the struggle that I had in school. The laughing that kids did at me because they couldn't understand and they were just being kids. Why Lamar have giant print books? Why Lamar have to always leave the classroom at a certain time and go to a tutor? Why Lamar have to walk up to the blackboard and write everything down? So because of that, I got in a lot of trouble. I don't think I was so much a bad kid. I was just always a kid who was always trying to get the attention off of me and onto something else. So I would act silly. I would act up in the classroom. I would get in trouble. I would do things that I knew would get people to look at me and maybe even call me cool rather than call me blind. They would look at me and maybe even call me a risk taker rather than someone who just always needs somebody to help them. But I did those things, and looking back, I do regret them. But at the same time, I don't, because that too shaped me. God used those things to shape me and to get me to develop something that I didn't have back then, which is a tough skin. Now, this affected me for a lot of years of my life, not just in elementary school, but in middle school, where I got into fights a lot and... You know, I talked back to the teacher and I got kicked out of class because of my behavior. Like I said, not because I think I was a bad person, but because I wanted to take the attention off my eyes. But looking at it right now, that's what made me a bad person because I couldn't deal with it. So I did bad things to avoid dealing with the things that I need to deal with. My mom, she got me the tutors. She got me the books. She did everything she could do to make my life easier, but I would not accept it. I resisted it because... I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to feel different from everybody else. So that caused me a great deal of trouble, a great deal of my life. Even in high school. When I was in high school and I was doing stupid stuff and stuff that could get you kicked out of school because, once again, I didn't want anybody to look at me and call me Blind Lamar. I didn't want anybody to look at me and feel sorry for me. I wanted to be just like everybody else. And I didn't understand at that time that I was already like everybody else. I just had an issue. And what I've come to learn when I, since I got older is that we all have issues in one way or another. Some are seen and some are not seen. But even through those times, God was with me. Now, back then, I didn't know God was with me. I didn't know at all. 
But now that I look back and I see all the stuff he got me through, all the stuff, all the people that he sent in my life to help me figure things out and to encourage me and to support me and to counsel me and to direct me, I realized, yeah, he was there with me. And in this podcast, I want to share that history that I have with God. And in sharing my history that I have with God, hopefully it will allow you to look at your history with God. Times where you knew God was there with you and times that you might thought you was by yourself. And now you look back on it and you realize that God was there with you too. But before we do that, I want to say a quick prayer before we go into the, I'm sorry, a quick prayer before we go into the sharing. I don't want to call it a preaching because I don't really consider myself a preacher, but I do love to share God's word and share what God does for us. And this information I'm going to share with you, I want you to use it in the way that's going to be beneficial for you and for others. Thank you, Father, for this sharing of the word that is about to take place. Thank you, Father, for it fall on ears that want to hear it and ears that want to do something for with it. Thank you, Father, for giving me the courage and the knowledge to be able to share your word in this way. Thank you, Father, for helping me to say the correct words and the word that will lift a person up and build them up and support them and encourage them to get to know you more and get to live the life that you need them to live more. And I thank you for this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, the sharing I want to do is on God's resume. Now, let me ask you a question. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say resume? To me, when I think of resume, I think about job, employment, and service. Because that's what a resume is used for in most cases. I have a unique perspective of it because I'm an employer and I'm looking at resumes all the time. And I've seen some really good resumes and I have seen some really bad resumes. And I've seen some resumes where a person has no qualification for the job that they're asking for. And I have seen a resume where they have great qualifications for the job they're asking for. And I have seen resumes where they are overqualified for the job that they're asking for. And I have to make decisions on if I'm going to bring this person on board to work for the company or not. And a lot of that is based on their resume. A lot of that is based on what I see on their resume. Even the fact that if I want to even have an interview with them. Because a lot of time we see a person's resume before we see that person. And then based on the resume, we decide if we want to see that person. So what we're talking about today is God's resume. And God wants to see his resume. He wants us to be able to see who he is and what he does for that we can hire him to come into our lives and make a positive difference in our lives. But before we see him, he wants to see our resume. So he slides his paper across the desk and goes, hey, look at my resume. And if you see that I have the qualifications to meet your needs, then hire me. Allow me to come into your life. 
Allow me to come into your company. Allow me to come into your business. Allow me to come into your family life. Allow me to come into your relationship. Allow me to come into your marriage. Allow me to come into your friendships. Allow me to come into the raising of your kids. Allow me to come into just you being a good Samaritan in the world. If what you see on my resume is what you need in your business, in your company, in your life. So God is in the business of meeting our needs. And anybody who apply for a job, that's what they're in the business of. If they apply for a job at McDonald's and the McDonald's need a fry cook, then that person is in the business of meeting McDonald's need, which is being a fry cook. If they work for a sports team and a person need a three-point shooter, a team need a three-point shooter, then the person who they hire going to fill that need of shooting three-point shots and making sure that they have a better chance of winning games. So a resume is to say, I can fulfill your needs and look no further. I am the right person for the job. So this is what God is saying in his resume. And I want us to look at God's resume and see if he's the right person for the job. Now, in order to present a resume, you have to know that the person that you present the resume to have needs. Now, we all have needs. We're human beings, and that's just what human beings have, needs. Some people have a need for a father figure or a parent figure. Some people have a need for a really good friend. Some people have needs for somebody to provide or protect them. Somebody have needs for somebody to be a helper to them, a helping hand in time of need. Some people have a need for somebody to heal them or be a healer. Some people have a need for somebody to counsel them or to advise them. And God is saying in his resume, I can fulfill all those needs and all I need you to do is give me a chance. Give me the opportunity to show you. And once I show you what I can do, you always going to want me to be a part of your life. You always going to want me to be a part of your business. You always going to want me to be a part of your company. You always going to want me to be a part of your relationship and your marriage or whatever it may be because I am qualified. I am more than qualified to do the job that you need. So what I want to do, I want to go through a few scriptures and we're going to start in Genesis chapter one and we're going to stay in Genesis chapter one because I believe that a resume is a job getter. It can either get your job or it can lose you the opportunity to get a job. And a really good resume is going to say everything it needs to say on the first page. Like I said, I've seen many resumes and some people have so many qualifications, it don't even fit on one page. It has to be two to three pages, the resume. But I'm going to tell you this for a certainty. If I read the first page and it doesn't impress me, I never get to the second and third page. But if I read that first page and it impressed me, then I'm going to go and read the second and the third page because I want to see everything about this person before I hire this person. Now, God whole Bible is his resume. I believe that to be true. Everything in the Bible is about God, what he does, who he is, and what he does for us. But I believe the first chapter of Genesis, it would capture our attention. Because if it don't capture our attention, then we're not going to read the rest of it. But if it captures our attention, then we're going to read everything and really allow God to come in our lives and to help us 
what I need. So what I want to start with is Genesis chapter 1, and I'm going to say in Genesis chapter 1, and there's so much in Genesis chapter 1 that at this time there's no need to go any further. And in verse 1 it said, in the beginning, excuse me, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So the first thing I read about God is that he a creator. He creates things. And if I'm hiring somebody, I need somebody who have the ability to create things, who have the ability to be a critical thinker, somebody who can think outside the box. That is a qualification that is a benefit to any company. So that's the first thing God wants to know about him. Hey, I am a person who creates things and I'm a critical thinker and I think outside the box. So I think that I will be really good for your life and for your company and your business and whatever part of your life that you need me in. And as we go down to verse three, God says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. So he's saying, hey, I'm also a person who when I say something, it happens. My word is bond. My word has value. My words are valuable. If I say it, it's going to get done. So if I tell you I'm going to do a job, you give me an assignment, and I tell you I'm going to do it, it's going to get done. You don't have to worry about it. You can move on to your next thing because I'm going to get it done. So if you hire me, you got a person who think outside the box, a critical thinker, and you also have somebody who have a word that if they tell you something, they're going to do it. Now we can go to verse 5, and it says, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So God's also telling you, I call things into being. I give things titles, and they become what they are. I give them a place, and I put them where I want them to be. So once again, if I, if I have a person that I'm looking at, and they got these skills, then I can give this person a role of authority because they can title things, they can place things, and they can call things and make them to be. So once again, this is a qualified person for a job that's going to be beneficial to me or my business or my company or my marriage or my friendships or my relationship with my kids or my relationship with just anybody. So now we can go to 16. And it said, And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. So now I'm learning that this God, he not only create, think outside the box, his word is bond, he called things into being, but he make things. Now, when I think about making things, I think about with my hands. I think about building structures. I think about putting, getting into the dirt and, and bringing something out of it that's going to be built. That's what I think about. And God said, that's what I do. So he said, hey, I'm not just a critical thinker and I think outside the box, but I also am a physical God. I can build stuff and make stuff. You know, so I, you know, because a lot of times you can get a person who can build stuff, but they can't critically think or think outside the box. Or you might find somebody who can think outside the box and critical think, but they can't build stuff. But God said, I am a complete package. So if you hire me, you're hiring a complete package. But don't just stop there because I want to go a little further because I really want to sell myself to you to where when you decide 
that you want me in your life, you know what you're getting. So in verse 17, it says, and God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth. So now he says, you know what? Also, you know what? I set things in order. I put things right where they need to be. I can file stuff to where if you need it, you can find it instantly. You don't have to look all around the room. It's right there where it's supposed to be. So I structure things in a way to where it makes sense to you. And if it makes sense to you, then you can make sense of it. So not only am I a critical thinker that think outside the box, not only is my word bond, not only do I call things to be, not only do I make things, but after that, I set things in its proper place to where you can find it and do something with it. And he's like, but you know what? Don't stop there because we have a little bit more going on here. In verse 28, it says, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and to do it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So God said, I will bless you. And by blessing you, that means giving you dominion, power, authority. I will have things subject to you because I'm going to put you in a position of status. And that would be the blessing. I will make sure that your life works right. I will make sure that you achieve your goal. I will make sure that you have that security. I will make sure that you have that provided. I will make sure that you have that connection to where you are successful in whatever you do. That is the blessing. And guess what? If I have an employee like that, that really have these attributes, the critical thinking, thinking outside the box, the I can trust their word. They can call things into being and it be. They can make things and they can set things up in a certain way. That's a blessing to me. And that's a blessing to me because I don't have to worry about that person. That person is going to get me more business because of what they do. They're going to enhance my life because of what they do. So God is saying, I am that guy. I can enhance your life. I can get you more business. I can get you more peace. But I need you to hire me. But before you hire me, I want you to really evaluate my resume and then go from there. And now let's go to Genesis chapter 31. I mean, sorry, verse 31. We still in chapter one. And God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning was the sixth day. Now, God after he done all this and showed us all this, he go, after I did it, I looked back and I looked at it. I thought it was very good. And if you allow me to come in your life and allow me to use my critical thinking, my thinking outside the box in your life, if you allow me to keep my word to you, if you allow me to call things into being and they become, if you allow me to make things and form things for you and with you, if you allow me to set things in order to where you can understand it, if you allow me to bless you, then you also will see and you also will say it is very good. You will like what is built in your life. God is a visionary. God have insight. So he had in his mind what he wanted it to be. And then he went out there and did it. It's like a, a great employee. They could have in mind what they want it to be. And then they go and make it. And then they come and show you and go, hey, how do you like it? And you go, man, 
I love that. And I didn't even never thought about doing something like that. But because they are all these things, they have all these qualifications, they're going to do a great job. And God has said, hey, hire me, put me in your life, and I'm going to do a great job. But before you do it, look at my resume. If you need to talk to somebody about it, talk to them about it and come back to me and give me the opportunity to show you what I can do. I'm not just saying what I can do. I'm going to show you what I can do. Now, in a resume, there's your qualifications and there's always your references. So in the next podcast, we're going to talk about God references because we want to make sure that his qualifications match up to his references and we want to make sure his references match up to his qualifications. So in closing, I want to say, give God an opportunity. Look back over Genesis chapter one, maybe like you have never looked at it before and see it not just as words on a paper, not just as the beginning of God's book, but as God's resume to be interviewed by us for the opportunity to come into our lives and make a positive, beautiful, successful difference in our lives. So now in closing, I'd like to say a prayer. Thank you, Father, for the word that went out. Thank you, Father, for touching hearts that need to be touched. Thank you, Father, for people hearing it and doing something with it. Thank you, Father, for it being the right word that they need to hear at this time in their life. Thank you, Father, for just all you do for us in the daytime and in the lifetime. In the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, amen.